A new world is emerging. It is a new world order. To build back better or whatever. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. To be ready for pandemic two, I, I call this pandemic one. We've got to get them vaccinated and hopefully they will do it willingly. It's often said that you should never allow a good crisis to go to waste. Pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack. This is Connect Those Dots. Genetically modified organisms and we're injecting them in little kids' arms. We just shoot them right into the vein. season was over. Oh, I'm sorry about things just got out of hand. Yeah, that's the way it was with my first husband. <laughs> Let me be clear. If you're in a state where hurricanes often strike, like Florida or the Gulf Coast or into Texas, a vital part of preparing for hurricane season is to get vaccinated now. Bruh. Everything is more complicated if you're not vaccinated in a hurricane or a natural disaster hits. Bruh. All right, well, hello there, fam, and all of you beautiful little dot connectors out there, and welcome to another episode here of this humble little podcast that we call Connect Those Dots, and I am your host, Joe. And we're coming off the heels of a a pretty heavy episode from last week. Deep. Yeah, yeah, last week we got deep, we got heavy, we got real, we got serious, well, we're, we're always real and serious here on Connect Those Dots, but last week um, was a pretty heavy haymaker for some people, but it needed to be talked about, it needed to be discussed, the idea needed to be raised, because the signs that we are seeing are far too telling of where the world is leading to. So we have a, I want to get into a, a new topic this week, of course. But before we get into that, I just want to reiterate last week's episode because this week I came across a compilation and when I heard it, I was like, ah, darn, damn, dagnabbit. I wish I had this compilation for last week's episode. So I just want to play you this just to reiterate what I was talking about last week with the steps of genocide and the dehumanization, the attacks, the one mind think, demonizing a group of people, vilifying a group of people, saying that a group of people are dangerous and they're a threat to you and that we they, they can't belong in society. Remember all that that I talked about? Here is just the perfect package of basically everything that I was talking about last week with the venomous, hate-filled rhetoric coming from one particular party directed at another particular party. This means war. That is where we are. We are at war with these people. These folks are evil. There is an ultra-right MAGA 
um, contention in this country that wants to overthrow the U.S. government. It is a danger to our democracy. It is a danger to our way of life. The MAGA movement is a threat. The extremists that we're dealing with every single day, we've got to kill and confront that movement. Clearly, you know, this is a um, literally call to arms. Obviously, Republicans, I think, are the biggest threat to democracy. We don't separate right-wing extremists and Republican Party anymore. I see this as a party, uh, a MAGA party, that uh, no longer is confident that they can win elections with votes. And so now they're seeking to enact their political will through violence. This is literally what conservative white folks do when they don't get their way. They turn violent. Today's GOP is no longer a political movement it is a fascist movement. And this is why it could be more dangerous than 1860 or the 1930s. Clearly, you know, this is a um, literally call to arms. Maybe now it is all about the violence. It all is about an insurrection. It all is in, in his mind about a civil war. It feels like we are not just at the brink of a civil war, but that one has already begun. The fact that it, the, the base is getting smaller, it makes it more dangerous in a lot of ways because those are the people who are willing to do things like take up arms and, and press the questions that lead to, press the questions and tactics that lead to civil war. This is someone who held that office was basically saying to Americans, there should be civil war. Look at what he's doing last night, as you know, that, you know, more or less salutes that are either QAnon or almost look like Nazism. You saw the rally in Ohio the other night. Trump is there ranting and raving for uh, more than an hour. And you have these rows of young men with their arms raised. These crazed, deranged folks who want to impart evil in every facet of our society. Clearly, you know, this is a um, literally call to arms. So when you listen to that, you tell me who's the violent party. You tell me who's the group of people calling for confrontation. That was just every single Democrat under the sun, every single talk show host from MSNBC to CNN, every single congresswoman under the Democratic Party. It's a call to arms. These people are calling for civil war. The Republicans are violent. They can't get votes anymore. Hillary Clinton says, I was watching the Donald Trump rally and I saw all these people holding their hands up. Hillary Clinton, you can't get a soul to show up in any support for you because everybody knows how much of a demon you are and how unlikable you are. Say what you want about Donald Trump, but he can still get people to show up to his rallies and it, it looks like a Metallica concert with all the people there. None of these Democratic people can get Democratic Party people the Democratic Party, it's such a front, it's such a, it's just such a fake thing. They can't get any support, they can't get any showing of bodies in the audience, seats in the chair, and they all, they just project their own flaws, they project their own fantasies of violence upon their opposition and it's all a provocation. It's all just taunting. And it's it's the little boy in school shooting the spitballs at, at the kid that he's bullying, shooting the spitballs at him, trying to provoke, trying to get the kid in trouble so that they can play victim in the end. 
And if they say it enough times, the dumb brainwashed NPC masses will believe it. The people that watch MSNBC, the people that watch The View, the people that listen to Hillary Clinton when she just pops up out of nowhere and goes on some talk show and, and, and spews her lies and her deceptions. Maybe this party is all about the violence. No, you are the ones that are violent. You are the ones that bring up violence. You are the people that run teenagers over in the street because they're a MAGA supremacist. You are the people, Joe Biden, that have red-lit nighttime Hitler speeches calling for violence. MAGA Republicans do not respect the Constitution. MAGA forces extreme MAGA Republicans, the extreme MAGA ideology. MAGA Republicans, MAGA Republicans look at America and see carnage and darkness and despair. So it's just, it's just, it, when I saw this compilation, I just needed to play it. I needed to show you it. I needed to reiterate everything that I walked through in the last episode of Connect Those Dots where we went over the 10 steps of genocide, I heard this literally the day after I published the episode. And I was like, wow, I just, I, it's just uncanny how God works and reinforces everything that you already know to be true. So I know in the last episode, I, at the end, I, I talked about maybe we can have a reconciliation. Maybe if we all come together and we realize that it is the globalist and it is the World Economic Forum pitting us against each other, you know, they are the wolves in the forest that are pitting all the deer against each other. That's what we are. We're all the deer, whether you're a, a Republican, whether you're a Democrat, conservative, liberal, whatever you are, we're all the deer in this forest. We're all the prey, and the World Economic Forum globalist eugenicists, they're the wolves. But they don't want to get their hands dirty themselves. They want to pit the deer against each other, pit all the prey against one another, so that once we all kill ourselves, they can come and devour our corpses, figuratively speaking. But you understand where I'm going with this. And when you hear that compilation... Do you really think that that's a plausible outcome that we can reach? When you hear the hatred and the venom and the dehumanization that these people speak and spew on TV, on podcasts, on social media, day in and day out, the same level of hatred, you really think we're going to come to a peaceful reconciliation with these people? You think these people really want to have a amicable separation even okay you don't like us we don't like you do, do you want to just like leave each other alone and you go do your thing and we go do our thing no it's an attack they're in attack mode and they uh, the inversionists again they keep talking about unity we want to bring the country together the the, the republicans are the ones divided you where where all you do is talk about division. All you do is demonize the opposing party. You're the divisionists. But either they know it or they're just too stupid to understand what's going on. It's one or the other. It's all just more proof, more evidence, more parallels, more dots to connect that fit the 10 steps of genocide that I talked about in the last episode. Get it? Got it? Good. But... Th that's enough for that. I think I've said all I can say about this particular phenomenon in our culture and in our collective consciousness. And 
You do what you will with that information. You understand that information. You digest that. You connect all those dots in your head. You see it in your day-to-day life. Just be aware, be on your toes of what's really transpiring, of what's really formulating. But let's move on to this week's topic, shall we? In other news. Yes, this week we have some more fun for you. And uh, all those smart people that you just heard, guess what they're doing this week? Guess what the new hot topic is? Guess what the new current thing is for this week? The hurricane that went through Florida? It's not just a natural uh, disaster. It's not just a natural occurrence anymore. It's not just, you know, hurricanes happen throughout the history of the planet existing. And storms and weather phenomenon happen throughout the planet's existence? No, no, now, no, you you don't understand. You're too stupid to understand that it's all because, of course, from man-made climate change. There is no planet B. There is no planet blah. Blah, 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 blah. Yes, yes, don't you know? Aren't you with the times? Aren't you... Adherent to the science? Yes, of course, we just didn't know about the extents of man-made climate change during Hurricane Sandy and Hurricane Katrina. No, but Hurricane Katrina was actually caused by racism, if you remember correctly. George Bush doesn't care about black people. No, no, we've uncovered it. The science, we've uncovered it. Don't you understand? All tornadoes, tsunamis, earthquakes... Hailstorms, lightning storms, hurricanes, cloudy days, sunny days, it's all because of you. It's all because of man-made climate change. It's all because of your carbon footprint. You deny science? Yeah, psych. Isn't it funny? Isn't it funny the way the world is now? That they really cannot let a good crisis go to waste, as Yuval Noah Harari says. It's often said that you should never allow a good crisis to go to waste. Any way to spread their agenda, any way to prompt you to do something that they want you to do, they will take it. And it's just pathetic. It's just psychotic at this point. I played you that clip of Joe Biden in the very beginning of the episode where he goes on to babble about the best way to prepare for a hurricane, Jack, is to To get vaccinated now. I mean, it's just laughable. It's just laughable. It's beyond a parody. It's beyond a spoof. It's beyond a South Park episode. It's beyond a comedy skit. And I have clips to play you. And they're just preposterous. They're just preposterous. I'm going to start right now with, uh, we, we all know who Don Lemon is. We all know what his antics are. We all know he is completely discredited, completely untrustworthy, completely a joke, completely laughed at, completely delegitimized. And he works for a delegitimized news outlet. CNN, and he used to have the night shift, but now he got demoted. Now he's doing mornings. Yeah. So, that tells you what CNN thinks about Don Lemon. I mean, they lost their buddy Brian Stelter, too. No more Brian Stelter on CNN. Who do they even... They lost Chris Cuomo for being a... a, a, Whatever the hell he was, a perv. They put that story to bed. 
Chris Cuomo just disappeared off the face of the earth out of nowhere. And they lost Brian. They fired Brian Stelter. That's how bad Brian Stelter was that they needed to fire him. And they demoted Don Lemon to the morning. So that just shows you the, the dire straits that CNN is in right now. Their, their whole CNN Plus streaming service literally died in like, what, like under a week? Because they had such low subscription? It's a joke, man. And, and they're the establishment media. They're pushed down everybody's throat. They're played at all the airports. They're played at the gyms and the restaurants. They're popped up on your newsfeed. They're the first source when you Google anything. So CNN that shoved down your throat intentionally by big tech and the Mockingbird Media Protocol, they can't even get anybody to willingly sign up for their service. And they get rid of all their quote-unquote talent and they demote their, their so-called golden boy because he's so discredited and he's such a joke and he's so laughed at. And he's so universally known to be untrustworthy. So here's this clip of uh, Don Lemon. And he's got the acting director of the National Hurricane Center on his show. Breaking down the path of the hurricane and forecasting where it might be running through. And how long it might last and the devastation that it might incur. And uh, as he's going through all the data and all the analytics... Don Lemon cuts right through like a blade, interrupting him with possibly the most moronic statement you could ever hear. You can actually see a second eye wall forming around the inner eye wall, and that's basically the second eye wall has overtaken the original eye wall, and that should arrest development. Uh, so listen, I just, I'm just trying to get that you said you want to talk about climate change, but what, what effect does climate change have on this phenomenon that that is happening now because it seems these storms are intensifying that's the question i don't think you can link climate change to any one event on the whole on the cumulative uh, climate change uh, may be making storms worse uh, but um, to link it to any one event um, i I would caution against that okay well uh, listen i grew up there and these storms are intensifying something is causing them to intensify so Oh my God. So Don Lemon, he's a failed news guy. He's a discredited loser. He's a clown boy of CNN, but, but now he's a climate expert. Just like Bill Gates is a climate expert. Just like King Jones is a climate expert. All these people are climate experts. It's like they've never seen a hurricane before. It's like they've never seen a rainstorm before. It's like they've never seen a natural disaster before. All of a sudden now, in 2022, everything's because of climate change. Everything's because of carbon emissions. Everything's because of your carbon footprint. He sits there and says, you gotta think it might be more devastating because of a climate change, right? And then the expert basically tells him, an actual expert that that, that f- finally doesn't give in to the bright lights of the camera, doesn't give in to the pressure of wanting to be a propagandist. He basically just says, no. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you can't make that correlation. To one event, you can't just say, blanket, that if we weren't such consumers of carbon on this planet, then this hurricane wouldn't wouldn't have been as bad. Maybe the hurricane wouldn't exist at all. 
You know, because of all the air condition that we use and all the gasoline that we use for our vehicles and all the meat that we eat. Maybe it's time to eat the bugs. Oh, if only you would have just eaten the bugs, we wouldn't even have a hurricane. We wouldn't even have weather in general. What am I saying? I don't know. I'm Don Lemon. And then after his guest just totally shuts down his claim, his stupid little climate change insert, he comes back again and he's like, well, uh, I don't know, man. I, I lived in Florida. I've seen a few f hurricanes in my day, Mr. Uh, Hurricane Watch National Expert Man. And it wasn't even that bad. Yes, it was a hurricane. Yes, there was devastation. Yes, people died. Yes, infrastructure was destroyed. Yes, homes were destroyed. But this isn't even in the ballpark of some of the worst hurricanes that have happened. Not just in our lifetime, but in the entire lifetime of the planet itself. So all this man-made climate change nonsense contributing to the weather and exacerbating natural disasters and making them worse, it's completely, I mean, it's just, it's just, I mean, use your common sense, people. I really got to sit here and explain it to you. I know I don't because it's all pathetically stupid. It's all an insult to your intelligence. They think you're an idiot. Don Lemon thinks you're an idiot. He's an idiot. You think he's an idiot. And we all know he's an idiot, but really he's a deceptive propagandist knowingly lying to you and thinks you're dumb. Just want to get that clear. Get it? Got it? Good. Here's another idiot that thinks you're an idiot. Joy Behar, or as I like to call her, Joyless Blowhard. She gets on her show, and she's on every single day, just like Don Lemon, lying to you, deceiving you, propagandizing you, mind-virusing you every single day, and she sits there, and she's a climate expert now, and she's blaming Ron DeSantis for the hurricane. Bruh. I'm not even kidding. Here's Joyless Blowhard on her abomination of a show with all of her other brain-dead freakazoid pals up there, The View, with another statement that is quite possibly the most moronic thing you've ever heard. This is the quote from Governor DeSantis yeah. about climate change. Quote, I am not in the pews of the church of the global warming leftists. This is what he thinks about climate change, and now his state is getting hit with one of the worst hurricanes well, that they will ever see. perhaps... <laughs> This is what Governor Ron DeSantis thinks about climate change. Governor Ron DeSantis doesn't think climate change is real, and now he's getting hit with a hurricane. Governor Ron DeSantis, bless his heart, he doesn't give in to any of the propaganda. He fights it head on. He doesn't mince his words. He doesn't pull his punches. And he doesn't give in to the climate cult. He doesn't give in to the climate cult of... Greta Thunberg and Prince Charles and Bill Gates and Ghislaine Maxwell. Yeah, she's a climate person, too. She was a big climate head, too. I played you those clips. Defense Secretary described the climate change as a disaster multiplier. And Klaus Schwab and all these people that want to give you a carbon tracker microchip that they admittedly want to give to you. Individual carbon footprint tracker. Many of these things will be built directly into our, our, our bodies. Surveillance under the skin. 
But Joyless Blowhard doesn't know anything about that. Joyless Blowhard just gets up there. She's told what to say. She's told talking points to have. And she, she's just, she just wants to stir up controversy. But the absurdity of this fossil, this reanimated corpse of a person that they tell me is an authority figure, that they tell me knows anything, that they tell me is a smart person, they put her up there on the TV to speak to millions of people every single day. She has, she knows nothing. She knows nothing about anything. She, she's, she, she's from a bygone era. She's completely over the hill, and it's, it's everything you see. It's her. It's Howard Stern. It's Joe Biden. It's Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Mitch McConnell. All of these old fossils that are completely over the hill, and some who suffer from dementia, literally. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to foot him uh, foot, they have no ideals, they have nothing to stand for, they have zero credibility or respect, but they get up there and they talk to millions of people and they push their agenda day in and day out. I just want, to, I want you to understand, we can sit here and laugh at Joe Biden, laugh at Don Lemon, Joy Bay, Joyless Blowhard. People that listen to The View every single day, people that watch Don Lemon or Rachel Maddow, on MSNBC or whatever the other, Joy Reid, all these joys, all these joyless joys, all these women with the name Joy, and the most malcontent dregs of human being that I've ever seen, and their name's Joy. Joy Reid on, on MSNBC, people that watch these people day in and day out, they're victims of psychological weaponry. They are victims of a mental consciousness attack. And you see it. Nobody likes it anymore. Nobody likes this stuff anymore. You see Trevor Noah, they canceled his show, The Daily Show, because ever since he took over for Jon Stewart, he had like a 70% drop-off in viewership. Just hemorrhaging viewers. Nobody wants to hear it anymore. Nobody wants to listen to it anymore. It's all fake comedians posing as news people spreading propaganda, and essentially the Build Back Better, Great Reset, New World Order agenda. That's all it is. On a macro level, that's what it is. And people are rejecting it because they can see through the lies. They can see through the BS. Lies, 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 yes. And it's not just here in America. It's all over, especially the Western world. This type of propaganda is all over daytime TV in Canada daytime TV in the UK, and of course, daytime TV in Australia, mate. So let's go over to Australia. I'm going to show you a person named Lizzie Cook, or no, no, Izzy Cook. I'm sorry, Izzy Cook. She's one of these young climate activists, like a Greta Thunberg type, but not as popular, not as trendy, not as much as a celebrity, but they're pushing her out there as this sort of youth activist to activate the youth to give into the climate change slave agenda, climate slave, you know, carbon tracker, eats the bugs, pod, make it trendy, of course. Oh my gosh, so trendy, uh, uh, uh. And here's Izzy Cook, she goes on Australian news, and uh, 
the news anchor really, uh, <laughs> doesn't let her off the hook here, really puts her to task, and, uh, this Izzy Cook character, <laughs> just, I mean, it's just more delegitimizing of these people and the people that push this agenda. They have no leg to stand on because... Lies can never penetrate through the truth. Once the truth is revealed, the lie has no power. Um, for example, so we would have to apply to have like approved events to be able to fly for. Well, that's one thing that you could look at doing. So this Izzy Cook, she's up there pushing that you need to have specific appointments or you need to have a specific events. You need to have obligatory reasons that prompt you to get on a flight. Because of carbon emissions. Now, I mean, we can do this all day. Does John Kerry, the climate czar, need to have appointments for his jets and his fleet and his cavalcade of vehicles wherever he goes to talk to you about climate change? Does Bill Gates need to have sanctions and approved events? Does Klaus Schwab, does anybody that attends the WEF meetings? Oh, no, no, that's an approved event, though. The WEF meeting... The Build Back Better meetings, the transhumanism meetings, those are all approved events. Does Leonardo DiCaprio have to have an approved event to, for him to get on his yacht and have all his little, his little thoughts run around with him on the yacht? Does he need to approve that? Oh no, that's, 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 that's important. Leonardo DiCaprio sailing across the seas emitting more carbon than you do an entire lifetime in your car... Leonardo DiCaprio is approved because he's a good globalist, you see? But Izzy Cook, Izzy Cook now is telling you that this little nothing, this little brain-dead girl that can't even argue her point, she's telling you need, you need to have approved, sanctioned appointments if you want to get on a plane. You can't just go take a vacation. You can't just go visit your family. You can't just go be a free human being. And travel this glorious planet. You're a slave. What makes you deserve all these carbon emissions, slave? But here's the host on the Australian news show that really, <laughs> really just exposes this Izzy Cook for the fraud that she is. Am I allowed to go to Fiji? Is that necessary? In the current climate crisis, I don't think that that's necessary. When was the last time you were on a plane? Mm, I'm not sure, maybe a few months ago, to be honest. Where'd you go? Fiji. Oh. Izzy! <laughs> oh. Izzy! Don't you care about the climate, Izzy? I care about the climate. Not enough! You went to... <laughs> you went to Fiji! <laughs> Izzy! Come on, mate! What else needs to be said? What else needs to be said? She can't even lie to cover her own ass. You shouldn't go on a plane because of the climate crisis. Okay, did you go on a plane? Yes. Why'd you go on a plane? Vacation. <laughs> These are the people that they roll out to try to convince us that there's a climate crisis. I mean, even the Australians are, are, are goofing on her, know that she's full of crap. I, even she knows she's full of crap. The current climate crisis. What climate crisis? Where is this climate crisis? What is happening that's new that isn't 
that, that, that we're not already used to. What is this climate crisis that they're all talking about? Where is this overpopulation that they're talking about? They have all these words. They have all these ideas. They have all these theories. They have nothing to back it up. There's no proof. Like here, here's one more clip of a climate liar. So it goes from Don Lemon to Joyless Blowhard to Izzy Cook all the way up to Supreme Globalist himself, King Charles Third. Yes, King Charles. And he's just going to say, I mean, he's going to say again, you're going to hear one of the most moronic things that you're ever going to hear in your life right now. Let, let him just say it. At the moment, we've so degraded natural systems, ecosystems, biodiversity, that it's becoming increasingly impossible for nature to, to sustain us. At the moment, it's all take, take. Now we've reached the situation where we really need four planets like Earth to, to survive or to provide enough for everybody. Yes, yes, the, the carrying capacity of the Earth. The carrying capacity of the Earth cannot handle the, the current overpopulation crisis. We're going to need four Earths to just hold all the overpopulation. That's why we need to get rid of all the useless eaters, you see, yes. Vlad the Impaler. The genealogy shows that I'm descended from Vlad the Impaler, you see. Where does he get this from? Who tells him this? Is the interviewer even going to ask Charles to be like, where's your proof? Where's your source, mate? Where's your proof, mate? How are you going to substantiate these claims, mate? Nothing. But he's King Charles, and he talks like this, and he was raised in a palace in a castle. Yes, he can say whatever he wants. He's royalty, the royal bloodline. Four Earths? To carry the population of the Earth? For Earth. Like, where? What is that? <laughs> what is that? They just hate you so much. They want you to nod your head. They want you to sit there and, and obey. They want you to sit there and blindly agree with everything that they say. And it's all to get rid of you. They want you to agree to your own demise. All in an effort to guilt you that there's too many of you, there's too many of us, and that we're destroying the planet because there's too many of us, and, and us just living our lives, us just existing is destroying the planet. See, the thing is, is how they get people on board with believing the whole climate hoax. They sit there and talk about the climate and how we're destroying the planet and all this stuff, and then they show you litter and landfills. And plastic garbage in the oceans. Like, that's real. I can see that. We actually, as human beings, as consumers, we have an impact on the environment. It's real. The trash, the plastic, the runoff, chemical runoff, sewage runoff. We have an actual impact on the environment. You can see it in the oceans. You can see it in giant landfills. You can see it. You can see pollution. But they take that real, tangible phenomenon and they use it to springboard it into all of these other sort of delusional fantasies of cataclysm and disaster and apocalypse and crisis. 
surprises to get you on board. Like, oh wow, these people showed me something that I know is true, and now what else are they telling me? It must be true because what they've already told me is true. But no, it's an embellishment because it's it doesn't make any sense. Why do all of the Western countries, America, Canada, Australia, the UK, everywhere in Europe, all the European countries? Why do we have to all go green? Why do we have to all join the Green New Deal? Why do we have to all cut off our energy and cut off our factories, cut off our production, cut off everything, cut off all of our industries? But in China, they're making... They're making a new factory every week. Nobody talks about China's pollution. Nobody talks about how China's factories are actually dirty. And they don't go through the same protocol that the European and American factories do. We have different protocol in the West, in America, in Europe. We have different protocol. We have clean factories. But China and India, where they're making new factories at a snap of the fingers pace... And they're continuing their production. They have no halts. They have no Paris Climate Accord. They have no Green Deal. And they're not even brought up in the conversation when they talk about carbon emissions and carbon footprint. They're not even brought up in the conversation. You know why? Because it's all a lie. It's all BS. It's all bull S-word. And I'm going to play you a clip that's going to break down the lie, that's going to shatter their whole narrative in less than two minutes. Let's hear it from an expert. Let's hear it from a billionaire, right? We all listen to billionaires, right? That's why Bill Gates is an expert in everything, because of all the zeros in his account, the zeros in your account just show how much people will listen to you about pretty much anything. But here's David Pena, who's a billionaire, philanthropist businessman and but he ain't echoing the sentiments of all of the other billionaires that we hear tell you how bad you are because of your carbon emissions he's going the exact opposite way and he doesn't pussyfoot around he doesn't mince his words he goes right for the jugular in his complete annihilation of the fake climate change carbon footprint destroying the planet agenda here we go david pena Let's just take Florida, for example, which is one of the fastest growing beachfront condominiums on the planet. In the prospectus, when you invest, there should be, in the footnotes, if global warming is for real, they won't put it that way, global warming happens and water rises 10 feet, this investment you made is Not one single investment prospectus written this century has alluded to global warming. Not one if it were really true, the banks wouldn't invest. The banks wouldn't finance. Not one condominium. Because the financial institutions, the banks of this world, know it's not going to happen. Otherwise, you couldn't get a goddamn loan in London. You know those 30, 40-year mortgages? The world will be over by then. With the greatest respect, ma'am, it's the greatest fraud that's been perpetrated on mankind this century. knocks it out of the park knocks it out of the park doesn't mince his words says a lot of words i wish i can say on this podcast sometimes but i want to keep it clean but he just says it no one would invest in all why does barack obama why does bill gates why does nancy pelosi why do all these climate freaks why does leonardo dicaprio 
Why do they all have beachfront mansions? Beachfront mansions that they don't live in year round, right? They don't even live in them year round. It's just side properties for them. They keep it cooled and heated year round. That's carbon emissions. They fly on their private jets, carbon emissions. And I'm not saying they shouldn't have those things. How they got them is another story, but I'm not against people having nice things, okay? But you want to tell me I can't have it because of carbon? You, you want to tell me I can't have the bare minimum because of carbon? You want to tell me I can't drive a car? You want to tell me I can't eat meat? You want to tell me I can't have my air condition above or below a certain temperature? You're telling me that the sea level is going to rise. You're telling me that the entire island of Manhattan would have been underwater in 2000. In my episode called The Non-Existent Climate Crisis, I run through 50 years of news headlines where they're predicting climate cataclysms that never happened. They said that the entire island of Manhattan would have been underwater by the 90s. They said that in the 60s. They said that we were going to have a new ice age by 2000. They said that the lakes were going to rise. They said that the ice caps were going to melt. They said that Antarctica was going to melt. All of these predictions, all of these oracle prophecies of destruction and apocalypse never came true, but they don't let up. They don't take their foot off the gas. And there's David Pena just calling it like it is. No one would invest. No one would buy these properties. Follow the money. Look where the money is going. And then you'll know the truth. If they really believed the climate prophecies that they tell you all the time, day in and day out, their actions do not match their words. On the other hand, what the real goal of their climate narrative is, is to just continue to control you. You can't have meat, you can't have, you, you, you eat the bugs, you live in the pod, you don't drive car, you get everything delivered, you own the nothing, you be the happy. Right, please, sir. But thank God we have actual, le- serious, legitimate people like a David Pena, like a Robert Kiyosaki, who's another billionaire guy that has his own podcast and talks about how the new world order is coming for you and the great reset is here to take away prosperity, to take away individuality to atomize you. Thank God we actually have these people that are affluent, that are real philanthropists, that are billionaires, that are real legitimate business people that can read the tea leaves of the future. And they're not on board with Klaus Schwab and his cult of eugenicists constantly pushing their agenda upon you, whether it's vaccines, whether it's pandemics, whether it's climate crisis, whether it's cyber attacks, whether it's transhumanism, all these different attacks coming at you, whether it's fake racism and fake classism pitting us against each other when we're all the deer in the woods together being pitted against one another by the wolves. Thank God we actually have people that can expose it, that are talking about it. And yeah, we just we just need more of it. And it's a, it's a slow process. It's a frustrating process. But it's chugging along for sure. The Great Awakening is happening, but simultaneously the Great Reset is getting deeper and deeper and progressing further and further. And today, today's episode is just an example of the propaganda that they continue to spew out and that they cannot back up 
and that they get made fools of day in and day out. When there's anybody in the room to challenge them, when there's anybody around to give them even the slightest bit of a debate, to hold up the mirror just a little bit, to show the hypocrisy, to show the inversion, to show the deception. But that's where we are. It's the Great Reset and it's the Great Awakening. And as these two phenomenons rise, as this battle of good and evil wages on, they cannot coexist. They cannot coexist. We can't have an informed, awakened, critically thinking, collective consciousness in our global society as a whole if the Great Reset is able to prevail because they're completely anti-critical thinking. They're completely anti-individual. They're completely anti-prosperity. They are anti-innovation. They want to control everything and have you just be along for the ride. That's deep, bro. That's deep. So God bless you, Dot Connector, that are a part of the Great Awakening, and you are in complete opposition to the dystopian Great Reset. And all of their fake agents like Don Lemon and Joyless Blowhard and Izzy Cook and their leaders like Billy Gates and King Charles and Zaklaus Fab, you are in complete opposition to these people. These people hate you because their weapons didn't work on you. Their psychological manipulation didn't work on you. And that alone makes you an enemy to them. But you judge a person not by the company that they keep, but by the enemies that they have. And spoiler alert, evil, deception, lies, inversion, control, dictatorship, authoritarians, control freaks, enslavers, cultists, they always lose in the end. Because goodness and the truth and forthrightness and conviction in your ideals is just so much more powerful than anything that they can throw at you. This is high school science, really, that I'm talking about, okay? But the, these lunatic leftists are trying to kill all of us by saying CO2 is a bad molecule. No, it's, I call it the God molecule. It's the molecule of life, not just for Earth, but the molecule of life for every planet that we could possibly ever discover in the cosmos. If it's gonna have life on it, it's gonna have CO2 in the atmosphere because that's what provides the carbon and it provides the atmospheric density and the pressure and the warmth, which creates the humidity. It allows the oceans to evaporate water and then the clouds to drop the water on the land and that's how you have forests and fields and food crops and rivers and streams and fish and everything that makes a society sustainable. Civilization is at stake here and they're killing it one molecule at a time right now.